Yes? Oh, before time. Do you intend to leave us standing on the doorstep all day with the ranch? Look, that gun and caught a sniffle. Are you expected? Do not take that tone with me, my good man. Now battle off and tell Baron Brunwald that Lord Clarence MacDonald and his lovely assistant are here to view the tapestries. Tapestries? Dear me, the man is dense. This is a castle, isn't it? There are tapestries. This is a castle. And we have many tapestries. And if you are a Scottish lord, then I am Mickey Mouse. How dare he? What is up? And welcome back to another episode of Rotten Potatoes, where four friends sit down and talk about movies that you absolutely should have seen already. My name is Scott, and I am here with three of my very best, closest, most dearest friends in the entire world. I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. I'm, I'm Jake. Wasn't sure who was going when. We're still remote. <laughs> still remote, everybody. We're doing our best, though, for real. And and uh, we've said it before, but just in case you're jumping in on this one and haven't caught us on a remote episode, we will probably talk over each other. We'll do our best not to, but we just can't see each other to know when the other person's about to say something funny. It's and hard I- because we're all just so enthralled with all the tapestries. <laughs> and I've been told I'm on Burger King internet and I'm missing some things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that yeah. worse? Is my, that worse than McDonald's? Internet? Yeah. My computer tells me it's very fast. So I like know. that's how it tells you how quick it is. It just says I'm very fast. Yeah. I just, I speak to it. I say, Hey computer, how fast? And then it says very. <laughs> very. That's cool. Scott. Are, I like that. Scott, are you still in Russia? No, I flew back this morning. <laughs> oh, just this morning? Yeah, I got back this. I had to spend some time in the motherland. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Didn't I didn't know realize that, was that, that was, Yeah. Well, I mean, not my motherland, but oh, someone's motherland. For, for some people, it is. Yeah. Gotcha. Like at, at some point, uh, Harrison Ford goes to the fatherland in this movie. Yeah. But you know, not his fatherland. Mm. You know, there's brotherland, cousin land. <laughs> so are, are like Germany and Russia married? Yes. Okay. Do, do you not remember World War One? I? I don't remember yeah, the it's, ceremony. It's called spousal land. <laughs> you, you didn't get invited to Germany and Russia's wedding? No. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Bummer summer. It was pretty good. Jake, what was your favorite line from Harrison Ford about Nazis in this movie? Oh, I loved when he comes and sees the Nazis, and then he goes, Nazis, I hate these guys. <laughs> and that's an actual thing he said in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in case uh, you, you missed it somehow, we are doing Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh I, I'll I'll just say my favorite of the indie movies. Are are there Nazis in Temple of Doom? I, no, I, don't think so. I think it's a different. <laughs> That's the only one. No, there are Nazis. there are some Nazis in Temple of Doom. I tried. Oh, yeah, they're the watch. running bad guys through the first three. The they're because the fourth the, one too. I thought those were Russians in the fourth. I think it was Russians. I thought they the were like one. Russians, but it was like a Russian like a Metal Nazis. Gear Shadow Moses. All of a sudden, it's Nazis, you know? No, I I think they were I think they were they were Russians because it was like Cold War. Okay. At that uh, point, um, aren't there aliens in the fourth one too? There are aliens. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. But they're not bad guys. 
Oh, they're good guys. They're like non-side picked. Neutral. Oh, they're like they're neutral. <laughs> the they're Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> they're just kind of the prize that both sides are searching for, and then they're found, and then they're like, "Yo, we don't like this." And they're like, you get to have us now. Congratulations. <laughs> Wait, what? I remember when Indy was like, uh, the India, the, not the, the, gosh, the aliens are the prize. <laughs> You're going for the aliens. Yeah, it's the crystal skulls. They're trying to get the crystal skulls. But then they, they find the aliens and they say, the aliens say, we don't like this. Pretty much. So the aliens are on Earth. Kind of. There's like a spaceship that's on Earth that they bring all the skulls to. And then they meet the alien and the main bad guy asks for infinite knowledge and it like explodes her head. Bro, if you if you think about the Indiana her. Jones movies, like they're the dumbest movies written. <laughs> that's what I was going to say is like this movie was so dumb and so corny and I liked it way better than I liked Raiders of the Lost Ark actually. Yeah, it's just so much fun. Like, that's why I picked this movie. Also, because it's, like, so well-recognized. It's something that everyone, like, knows lines from and references. And I don't think I knew a single line from this movie. Had you ever seen it? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, well that, that would make sense. <laughs> I am so I glad that you didn't saying, pick Temple of Doom. Well, but, you, like, the way I you say it is that, like, people are just saying lines. Like, like I don't... There was not a single aspect of this movie that I've ever seen like in in pop culture. Whereas in the first one, there's so much that's iconic and you see it all over. I I think what Scott's saying is that it's it has like a, a like if you know this movie, like you definitely would have caught because I hear people quote this movie all the time, and like I laugh and like oh, Last Crusade, haha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I had also like, seen like, uh, him like you aging. chose poorly, oh, like you chose poorly gets quoted. I I hear you chose poorly at least a dozen times a year. Hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty common one. I don't. What are you saying, Jake? Oh, I I have two two thoughts. But one is uh, I saw the guy aging gift a lot before. Like I'd seen that. Oh yeah. Uh, but is you chose poorly a unique enough line for or me to definitely say that no, that was the last crusade? Yeah, 100%. Can you name another movie that says that? No, but I imagine there's a hundred. Maybe, but I... It's a hundred percent. Anytime someone's like, looks like deadpan and says, he chose poorly. It's a hundred percent referencing this movie. I I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there who are saying that who are inadvertently quoting this movie then. Like, I feel like that's just something people say. I doubt it. I think that you just hadn't seen this movie before and you were out of the joke. I feel like I know people who have said that and I know that they like don't care about movies enough to like consciously quote movies. Can I say Maybe. that I feel like I've said it and I've never seen this movie? <laughs> Maybe they that's said because, something case in that's point. Because, that's because Scott and I say it all the time, Jake. Maybe. Yeah, but maybe you guys are hearing someone say something similar to it, but not those exact words with that exact yeah, in uh, like it, incantation. It, it stemmed from this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, for sure. uh, I agree with Scott. Uh, I quote this movie. I quote this movie way more than Raiders for sure. I mean, just 
a few weeks ago, Tyler and I were in a, a text together, and he said something, and then I said something, and all of a sudden, tapestries were brought up. To be fair, you guys quote every single movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Starting true. this podcast, I realized that uh, I don't know that I've heard any of your original thoughts. I think I've just heard movie quotes. <laughs> yeah, like you guys will quote movies and you'll be like, what's that movie? And like, or I'll ask, what's that movie? And it's the most obscure movie ever. <laughs> like they're not well-known quotes. Get learned, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying. Mr. I'm, I'm catching Mr. up on film all my... Critic. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were a film critic, dude. I'm, I'm just a movie buff over here and I got it. You're right. No, I'm catching up on all my Roland Emmerich movies. I'm, I'm memorizing those scripts. I'm, I'm coming along. I thought, right. I thought this one was Jeffrey Bohm. Yeah, but what I'm what I'm implying is that you're more often than not quoting Roland Emmerich movies. All right. Well, speaking of uh, a little bit of just the facts about this movie, this was uh, uh, written by uh, Jeffrey Bohm and uh, and George Lucas. George Lucas, right? Yeah, George Lucas uh, originally uh, came to uh, Spielberg and pitched like three movies about Indiana Jones. And so originally Spielberg uh, just decided to do this movie. It was directed by Spielberg. Yep. Decided to do this movie because he had like a verbal commitment with Lucas to do three of these. Uh, and Lucas pitched him a bunch of ideas that Spielberg shot down all of them. But the first idea was uh, the the search for uh, the, the Cup of Christ. And... Uh, uh, he shot it down. He thought it was a terrible idea. They he pitched like that audio clip that we listened to the the tapestries. Uh-huh. That was that was a pitch that George Lucas made. Was oh, yeah, the was entire like movie ma- was just a haunted castle, and George and Steven Spielberg is like terrible, terrible, terrible. Keep going. And so he was really not looking forward to it. But came around to say that uh, this was his his favorite Indiana Jones movie to to make and his favorite to watch. Uh, this movie was released May 24th, 1989. Uh, it The other guys gave it an 88%, uh, which is, I think, one point lower than uh, than Raiders. The other guys gave it an 8.2, which is, interestingly enough, point up, uh, point 0.1 higher than Million Dollar Baby. Hmm. Uh this movie was a massive blockbuster hit. It did $474 million on a $48 million budget. Wow. Uh, this, uh, this movie also uh, won one Academy Award uh, for... Uh, sound effects. For editing. sound effects editing. Uh, and was nominated for sound design or sound editing. Yeah, and then original score. And original score. Uh, which, I mean, of course, the score is just terrific and and i i think it's probably the best part of all of the indiana jones movies Mm -hmm. is the score um but yeah what do you guys think so zach you were a late bloomer jake were you also a late bloomer yeah before we started this podcast i had only seen kingdom of the crystal skull uh and (laughs) then we watched oh my gosh yeah and then we watched raiders (laughs) for like episode two or whatever (laughs) Uh, and then I tried to watch Temple of Doom and could not get through it. Uh, so then I didn't move on to Last Crusade until today, until a few days ago. So out of so now you've seen three of the four and then half of uh, Temple of Doom. Way less than half. Okay, which out of the three you've seen, which one have you liked the most? Oh, this one, uh, Last Crusade. This one, nice. 
Zach, what were what were your thoughts? Um, I much prefer Raiders. Actually, uh, I didn't really like this movie that much, to be honest. Wow. Um, I will say yeah. that I, I think it was a worse movie that I enjoyed more. Hmm. Why do you say that? I don't know. Like it, it felt way more corny to me than Raiders of the Lost Ark. But at the same time, I felt like I was just having more fun while I was watching it. Like there's a scene where Indy is riding a motorcycle and actually just grabs a fence post or something and jousts <laughs> a guy. <laughs> and that was dumb. But so- I loved it. So it's kind of funny when when they were shooting this movie, they got about a little more than halfway through shooting it and uh, they realized that the movie didn't have enough action sequences to it. Uh, And so they uh, wrote this. uh, They wrote that motorcycle chase scene uh, in the field, essentially, and uh, they shot it at uh, outside of George Lucas's house. That's outside uh, of his house? Yeah, in in apparently a place called like Lucas Valley, like in Georgia, I, I think. I don't know if he has like I don't know if it's named I assume it's named after him. He has his own valley. Uh but yeah, they 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 just sort of picked up that scene uh because they were like this is an Indiana Jones movie and we've not had nearly enough action in it. That's funny. I I really I thought that was a lot of fun. I it's fun that funny that they added to that. And yeah. I think Part of the like joking and corniness in this movie is because it's become so popular with the previous two movies that it doesn't take itself too seriously, and it just leans into some of the like common tropes that have played out in the first couple movies. Well, I don't, I actually I don't know if I agree with that. I'm gonna like give, uh, me, give me your take. But well, but before we do, we we only heard Jake and Zach. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll reserve, but I'll remember to, to respond to that. Okay. Well, tell me what you thought of the movie. Yeah. I, I really, I, I actually really love this movie. Um, a lot of it is nostalgia, no doubt, but even trying to watch it this time through, um, you know, with as fresh an eyes as I could, I actually watched it twice because I watched it with Scott. Um, but I was sick this week. Uh, and so that was like right in the, the heart of me, like getting sick. And so I fell asleep like, oh yeah, you did in the middle, in the middle of the movie and then woke up toward the end. I was like, ah, dang it. I got to make sure to watch it again. So I watched it again, uh, over the weekend. So I've, I've watched it twice recently. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I really feel like this movie is, the culmination for me of Indiana Jones because it has so much more heart and so much more like realness to uh, Indiana and this like broken relationship with his father that, Mm -hmm. that he's trying to repair and that his father's trying to repair. But both of them are hitting on like that. They're, they're just hitting on serious, like estranged opposite vibes. And, uh, and I feel like in the first two Indiana Jones movies, we have, um, you know, what we've talked about on this podcast before um, of like the the invincible man syndrome. Mm-hmm, the hero who can't get hurt. Yeah, the hero who can't get hurt. And it feels like we get to see a lot more of like real human emotion. Uh, and I love that. And I also absolutely love 
that they in this movie this is the only movie they where they really lean into comedy uh where they're balancing you know this epic tale with this action adventure you know tough guy who can't get hurt type you know movie uh with comedy and and i just feel like it's it's of the indiana jones movies i feel like it's the perfect film for indiana jones i don't feel like it is a perfect film i just mean if you're going to try and make an indiana jones movie this is the perfect one yeah i i it's my favorite for sure of the indiana jones movies um i think i understand what you're saying when you say you enjoyed this one more but maybe the first one is a better movie in maybe like some technical aspects but I think uh, part of the reason why I love it is, one, the the father relationship that we get in this one. It does feel more humane. We do get to see some more vulnerability, uh, some more comedy from the situation, some interesting things like, you know, him and his dad uh, both being interested in having a connection with the same uh, girl. Like, just some, like, comical, like, situations. Um Interesting, too, when they pitched the idea of, like, the dad being a part of this, uh, they, uh, I forget who the right, who pitched it, if it was... Spielberg. It was Spielberg. Spielberg did. Yeah, he immediately said, like, he wanted James Bond to do it, and so they only had Sean Connery in mind. Yeah, yeah, they, they went after Sean Connery, and Sean Connery was, uh, like, intrigued, but apparently, like just brought a ton of notes like apparently he's a pretty cantankerous talent to work Mm -hmm. with and like really like made his own calls about the character yeah and apparently he did a lot of even like directing through this too like he was like no that's not how it should go it should go like this and spielberg was like yeah okay that makes sense and so yeah he made a lot of those calls uh i also just love world war ii um like movies that come into it like world war ii are some of my favorite movies um so that that plays into it for me and also this is one of those movies that i've seen a bunch of times it is a movie that i've sat with my dad on a couch with in my underwear on a saturday morning you know uh we haven't talked about that in a while but this is for sure one of those movies that i've seen more times than i can count um so there is a lot of nostalgia for me there but yeah i just love this indian Jones movie it's so it's such a good time for me i enjoy it every single time I watch it. Speaking of World War II, I forgot that this movie took place in World War II until the Nazis showed up because they were just like not talking about it. And then they were just like chilling in Italy. And I was like, shouldn't you not be able to get there? Like, shouldn't that be a little bit harder to go to Italy in the middle of all this? <laughs> yeah. I remember having the thought of just like, man, they do not care that like they're in World War II right now. Yeah just the the last of their concerns no yeah he just he wanted that cross he wanted that cup (laughs) that and the nazis yeah the nazis just were kind of there well you got to think like he's had a lot of experience with nazis now after these other two movies so he's just kind of used to it it's like yeah whatever hate these guys yeah like nazis and snakes is just like those are his two (laughs) least favorite things I thought it was funny that, like, they gave his dad a similar thing with rats. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Like a little nod to the other movies. Well, and in this, we learn why Indy hates snakes. Yeah, the whole opening sequence, I think, is really fun. That... Uh, with, like, him falling into the snake pit. That's why he hates snakes. Also, he got he whipped himself in the chin, and that's 
like their write off of why Harrison Ford has that scar. That was like Jake. Did you like the opening sequence? I did. I thought it was fun, but again, I thought it was so stupid. He was like a crappy magician. He just like pulling snakes out of his sleeve at every turn when they're on that train. Like four times, he's like <laughs> snake out of my sleeve, and then like he needs one more <laughs> snake, and he it's it's minutes later. He needs one more snake. He's like, oh, I got one. I got one for you. <laughs> I don't. I didn't take it as magician work. I th- just took it as they were in his shirt and they were just randomly coming out. Of no, teams. that I, I wasn't saying he was being a magician. That's just how it felt like, like a magician pulling that thing <laughs> okay. out of their sleeve, except for it's just another snake. Except he didn't pull it out. It just slithered out of his sleeve. It was just, there was so many snakes. And it was very convenient. Time. Yeah. It was convenient timing. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. I hated the opening. Like I hated it so much. You didn't I, love River? Nope. Didn't mm. I mean I love River, don't get me wrong. Rest in peace. Uh but uh they they could have utilized such a, a a brilliant actor in such a better way. Um but man, it was just it was just so freaking cheesy. Like like I f- I think the first movie like starts off on like such a perfect note that like kind of lets you know exactly what you're in for for the rest of the movie. In one of like the most iconic, like scenes of like any movie, really, and then with this, it's just like you get kid Indiana Jones pulling snakes out and like fighting the the bumbling idiots as you know he's like jumbling through a circus and it just I mean it felt like I felt like I was watching like uh like a Disney Channel version of Indiana Jones and I hated it. Well, except for they're assuming you've already watched the other Indiana Jones and already have that information. They don't need to redo that again. Yeah, I get it. And, I mean, they're also assuming that you deeply love Indiana Jones and care to see his origin. Yeah, no, yeah. You can, I, like, the origin of Indiana Jones would have been cool. Just, like, why does it have to be so lame? Like it was just so lame, and it felt like it was just like, oh, oh, explain the scar. Uh, he hits his head. Oh, explain how he gets the whip. Oh, he does it. Like all of his things happened within ten minutes, and it's just like, oh, that's how he got this. That's how he got this. That's how it. Like it just like felt like they were just ham fisting it into me. Like, like it. It felt like. Uh, it felt like. What's the word I'm looking for? Shoot, I'm I'm forgetting what it's called. Um. But it felt like uh, what's the the latest Star Wars movie that came out? Oh, the it's not the last Jedi. What's it called? The Rise, Rise, Rise Skywalker, Skywalker. Where they're just they just crammed in so many like uh, like audience uh, pleasing things. Like oh, they're gonna love this. Explain the whip. Like it's just all this cheesy stuff. Uh, I just thought it was like the most like not that Indiana Jones is a believable character at all, but like. I can buy into like the the character of Indiana Jones and like what makes him like a cool character and I what what's so funny? <laughs> nope, keep going. Wait, well tell me. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you can you you can totally buy into like the the just shooting the guy the sword thing, but this like definitely not or you know. Yeah, I mean the whole thing is weird like. There's a you, cup that you drink and you get to live forever. Or, or you can buy into, you know, uh, like, oh, the he he uh, the the Ark of the Covenant is a real thing that we're, but you know, young Indiana Jones is too cheesy. 
Yeah, I mean, but like, so I see what he. I, I yeah, see I was what he's just saying, gonna say like Jake knows exactly my point. Like, I'm not alone in this. Like, this movie is way cheesier than the first one. Yeah, I I guess like, uh, like could not be more on the opposite. Agreed. To I disagree. know that I am like well within the minority. I think most people do like this movie the most out of all the Indiana Jones movies. But I think that the first one, like, I, I'm able to buy into uh, a weird, like, I mean, I, I love the MCU. I'm able to buy into um, weird story, I guess, or, like, like if nothing, it doesn't all have to, like, make sense to me. Um, but I have to, no, I don't know. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying, like, agree to disagree, like, I, I mean, for real, like, opening sequence is probably my second favorite part of the whole movie gotcha i i just remember like the first movie i felt like they they were setting up like a really cool character like i just thought indiana jones is a cool character like he he has everything kind of under control um you know he's gonna he's gonna come out on top he's gonna outthink the bad guys he's always in the like he's gonna figure out the the puzzle or whatever he needs to do to find the treasure and this movie just made me feel like he wasn't cool like I felt like he was always being embarrassed by his dad he's like you know and I I, I don't like things personally just like when they make like a child out to be like a, a hero that can like beat the adult bad guys like that always just feels cheesy to me um, it just from the well he didn't what was that he didn't well, I guess, yeah, yeah he, he didn't, right. and he that's what made him. He, what was that? He didn't, and that's what made him. I know, but he, like, did. Like, he, like, outsmarted them. He escaped them. Like, if it wasn't for, like, whoever that was, the mayor, like, telling him to give it back, like, he would have beat them. Yeah. Like, he could have uh, kept it for himself, and then he would have won, you know? But that's not who he is, Yeah. Right? Like so, so this was what this was what made Indiana, and and you know because he was this uh, this morally uh, uncompromising kid. I I don't think that they I I really don't read the opening of this movie that he's uh, really outsmarting all of them. What it really is, and or that they're that bumbling because they're on him every step of the way. It really is just luck Mm -hmm. that he gets out of it which is the case for all of indiana jones for the most part like sure there's skill but like he just has like lucky moments that he's able to get out ahead most of the time and uh what really is indiana jones it's not that he has everything under control it's that he's morally uncompromising and this was the the beginning of that that like set him on that path yeah for sure and 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 I, I think that they, like, show that and build that so well. And I hear you. I, I, I get what you're saying that, like, he's a cool guy in the first movie. He's a cool guy in the second movie. And it would have been easy to do a cool guy again. But I give so much more props and have so much more love and respect that as a, a, a movie trilogy progresses or a sequence of movies progresses – that we develop more of a character than just their surface. Yeah. And most of the time that is failure. Like it's Thor Ragnarok. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, 
James Bond, like when we talked about Skyfall, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, it, it's all of these movies, the best of them are when they're at their worst or, or uh, Mission Impossible. Just when they're vulnerable. When we finally get to like, you know, he's he wins, he wins, he wins. And, you know, everything always works great. And the best movie uh, by far was when J.J. Abrams uh, or the second movie after J.J. Abrams came in. Uh, with Ghost Protocol, where everything goes wrong. And it was the best movie because you get the most character development. Uh, and you get relationship rather than just them against obstacle. I get that. And I, I'll say a couple things to that. I think that if I maybe was watching these movies as they were coming out, and I was a big fan of these movies, and I had seen the second one because I haven't seen the second one, Maybe by that point, I would be ready for something different and I wouldn't want them to just do the same thing. And so maybe I would really like the third movie. Uh, I obviously am watching this movie in a super unique circumstance where I'm watching it completely out of order. And my only other context for Indiana Jones is just the first one, which I thought was really good. So to kind of go from this, from that to this feels like such a sharp contrast and it is, yeah. You're and right. And to me, just feels so like, uh, just not not like what I come to like expect from an Indiana Jones movie. I guess you know. Um, I and I think that if like like I I completely like understand what you're saying about like the failure and whatnot, but it felt like like I felt like there were never any stakes in this movie. Um, whereas in the first one, like right from the beginning, like sure, Indiana Jones gets out fine himself, but like the two, like the one guy that he's with, first of all, they both betray him. The other guy dies instantly. And then afterwards, the other guy is killed by the tribes people and like, like people are like dying all around him. Whereas in this one, like it, it felt like, uh, there were so many moments that were just played for laughs. And I think that's the thing is like the comedy didn't work for me at all in this movie. And so any of the heart that was there felt like kind of or any of the maybe like serious moments felt really undercut by the comedy Um, that I think it just from the get go. I was just really taken out of the movie. It just felt really cheesy and and I just wasn't into it. Um, I was pretty disappointed with Sean Connery, to be honest, as well. Like I was expecting a, a. character that I felt like only Sean Connery could play. And it kind of felt like anyone could have played this character. Uh, and I think I didn't think the villain was really anything special. And I think one thing that I missed too was, um, it felt like the first one spent more time, uh, with Indiana Jones, like uncovering the like mystery. Whereas in this one, I, I don't, you guys might disagree, but I felt like, uh, there wasn't as much time like uncovering the mystery of like the, the Holy grail. It kind of felt like they started it and then there was a lot of random stuff that happened in the middle and then they kind of like got back to it and ended with it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like the whole movie like was uncovering the mystery of the Holy grail. I felt like the first one had far less than this one did. Yeah. I would agree completely. I think that this had way more of the actual journey of getting to uh, the prize than Ark did, for sure. But it did, in this one, it did feel like immediately their entire path was laid out before them, more or less. 
Like the journal had every note except for just just like one missing piece. And then they got there and then they're like, okay, here's you go. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yes and no. I get what you mean. But that's because the, the journey for Indy was not to find the grail. The journey for Indy was to find his father. Yeah, he said that. But then as soon as he got his dad and they were safe, he didn't stop. Well, that's because then he realized that the the Nazis were searching for the Grail, and because of his experience with them in the past, realizes that they need to finish his dad's work, and his dad's unrelenting. You know, he he recognizes his dad that this is his dad's life's pursuit. He's he's not going to give it up. So if he's going to keep his dad safe, and if he's going to keep this uh, important artifact and potentially awesome power from the nazis he has to get there first interesting um yeah okay i gotta see that um i had one thing i did not read indy as that morally uncompromising like you were talking about i mean maybe it's because i was watching him jump into bed with nazis uh <laughs> you know <laughs> but well, hey, did, his did he dad know did she first. was a Nazi? Yeah, he did not. No, he did. His dad did first, but he was still pretty into her after he found out she was a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the other thing, like, like you're talking about the the seriousness of the the father son relationship. Like, the majority of the conflict of the movie was that they both slept with the same girl. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like that 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 felt like a like a like a dumb buddy college problem. Uh, to have, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it was a bad thing. Like I thought it was dumb and I thought it was funny. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't ever get any like serious emotional moments out of this movie, but I wasn't looking for them either. Well, and, well, well I don't think that was the main conflict of the, their whole relationship, but it was, it like, was really it what they talked the about, very first, you know, like, like they didn't get into no, their, their, like it, think about like the very first scene, but that's the only time that comes, comes up. rushing okay, in. Hang on. No, because they spend that whole like dialogue conversation on the dirigible really unpacking like why Indy feels the way he does and why Henry feels the way he does. Which, by the way, fun fact, uh, Sean Connery apparently uh, said, I'm not doing this scene in pants. And so he took his pants off. And so Harrison Ford did, too. And they just did that whole scene in their underwear. It was like, uh, which scene was that? When they're on the dirigible, they're in the like the the like the restaurant blimp. on the oh. on the blimp, and they're they're having like their their f- first real like actual conversation uh-huh. uh, that they've had in you know ostensibly like twenty years, and uh, that whole scene they they shot in their underwear. Have you seen that? Uh bit that timothy oliphant did on conan where he talks about the difference between theater acting and uh, movie acting and he's he has him get like tight in on him and then they're talking and then he has him cut out and he's he's in his underwear and he says that's the difference <laughs> i didn't realize that that was true <laughs> that was from th- from this probably yeah yeah well and i'm thinking back to going back to what y- you had just said earlier of this being their main conflict i'm thinking back to the opening scene where he comes rushing in with the artifact, trying to tell his dad something, and he tells him to count to 20 and doesn't even really acknowledge anything. He starts counting to 20 says, no, in Greek. And so he starts counting to 20 in Greek. And you get to realize, like, Henry's whole life is in books, in study, in, like, 
all these things to the detriment of his relationship with the son. And Indy's kind of opposite of that, but still in the same field. He's very much out in the field doing things, finding the artifacts, and less in the studies than his dad is. And they both have to kind of come to terms with that at the end. Henry kind of has to get more into the studies to figure out how to get to this place to save his dad. And his dad has to get out in the field and he has to be saved by the actual artifact. And so they kind of have this like coming to terms with the other person's side through this whole movie. Yeah, their get, their oh, strength, their, the, the merits of their strength. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like I didn't, I didn't feel the strain except for like, they kind of set it up at the beginning and I feel like the strain wasn't there that much except for like maybe one other conversation that they had about how like his work ruined their life. And then I don't feel like it was addressed again. I don't feel like it was like, I, it wasn't this like force in the movie. I didn't feel it in them. You know? It's through like little quips throughout the whole thing from his dad to him. Like, yeah, they're oh, well, constantly fighting. My son fighting. wouldn't be stupid enough to bring the book here. Yeah, you they're know, like constantly those types fighting. Of I think yeah. I think you, uh, Tyler and Scott benefit from having seen this movie multiple times in that you guys have picked up on maybe some of those smaller things. Whereas like I'm kind of with Jake where it's just like that felt like such a lesser part of the movie or just like not as not as well developed as maybe it truly was i yeah i don't i don't know that i maybe you're right but like i i definitely the first time i watched these movies all three of them this was by far my favorite for all of these reasons like that hasn't changed i will say uh i thought it was funny how um the very end of the movie, uh, like there's that pretty like, I don't know, maybe like you guys would would say that it was a pretty like powerful moment in when, well before this Elsa falls to her death because she's trying to reach the the Grail, and then Indy's in the same position and he's reaching for the Grail, and then his dad is holding him and says, you know, like Junior, let it go, and then he says, Indiana, let it go. And he finally yeah. turns around and it's like, oh, wow. Like he, for the first time, I think at least for the first time, he's like, like calling Indiana Jones, like by his name. And it was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. That's like a powerful moment. And then they just like undercut it by like saying like, actually, that's just the dog's name. No, no, uh, <laughs> I don't think they undercut it. I think that they give a lot of like humor to like something that Indiana has really attached to, but you're absolutely right. It is such a powerful moment because it's, it's the, it's the, like all of us as men, uh, hit a point where we have to define who we are for ourselves and our parents either recognize that in us or dismiss that. I, I, and I get that. Like and I I agree with you and I feel like the movie would have been stronger if it just like if that's just they left it at that but then they throw in like the dumb joke that like he got Indiana from the dog and now all I can think of is is Henry holding his son saying like if I don't call him by the dumb dog's name he's gonna slip and fall but that's not what he's doing it's the opposite of what he's doing but I mean like. We uh, we can only like guess what he's thinking in his head, and like now no. in my head canon is just like <laughs> that's that's you. I feel like uh, having given up on this movie a long time ago, and then just like imputing uh, like uh, 
sarcasm and cynicism. It, you know, possibly, possibly, but it, it or it's just like what I picked up on early in the movie, and then just further proof that, like, for me personally, like the comedy really undercut a lot of the heart. I think that that yeah. moment was was undercut. Uh, for me, like I didn't think it was a powerful moment at all because I was like, wait, you just watched her die because of her greed <laughs> over the grail. And then you like comically completely just get into the same exact situation. And you're like, I can do it. I can do it. And then you're dying. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you just saw her die. You can't take it out of here. They said you can't take it out of here. The whole place is collapsing because you tried to take it out of here. Uh, so I wasn't thinking about any of the emotion of the moment because I was like, "This is you're being such an idiot. Why would you have done this?" And I was laughing at him, honestly. Yeah, he was making a mistake. He thought he could do it because his arms were longer and she was he was bigger than her, and he was in a different position than yeah. she was. But it was his dad doing this thing that called him out of this like greedy, selfish moment. And it's I, it's obvious that like they they develop the the mythos of the Grail that it is like uh, it's it's incredibly seductive for whatever reason. Like it has this uh, supernatural seduction to it. Mm-hmm. That that's what he was experiencing. It wasn't like oh no, like consciously I can definitely do this. It was the same seduction for l- the same lust for power that drove all these people to this place that up until this point, Indy has been able to be free of, and I think was able to be free of, to your point earlier, Zach, because of the stakes. Like, this movie, like, culminates in such a high-stakes moment where they shoot the... They shoot his father. Like, the, the, the uh, I guess, in a way, co-lead of the film. Mm-hmm. They shoot him, and now he's, like... He just has to save his father once again. And so he's caught up in that. Well, when it comes to his own life, his own life isn't his own self-preservation isn't it isn't powerful enough to overcome the seductive nature of the grail. And so he he tries to to reach for it to his own peril and his father recognizing finally for the first time in his life, truly recognizing him. Uh, pulls him away from that. I, I did like the the scene where the, the father gets shot. I thought that was kind of a, a interesting twist or in- interesting development of of uh, the story and that like that's how he used Indiana Jones to kind of force him to you know unravel the mystery. Um, I, yeah, I liked that part of the movie. I, I really just felt like there were times where it's just like you ha- we have moments of like heart that would have been great just had you just left them alone but then you had to like ham fist a little bit of comedy into it that just ruined it for me like the dog bit or like when indiana falls and henry thinks he's dead and then indiana like goofy walks up and then he's standing there looking over the edge like what are we looking at guys and it was just like oh why why do i have to have this like dumb humor like it just takes me right out of it you know like you wish he would have just ran up and like hugged his dad. Yeah, yeah. Died. Like had. <laughs> what you said? He wishes he would have died. <laughs> that would have been actually a pretty interesting uh, turn of events. And then it just if yeah. Henry had to finish the mission with Sala. Well, that's Gimli, right? So it's yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's Gimli. It, it's funny. It's funny that you say all that, Zach. I I mean, I don't personally agree. Um, but it's funny that Spielberg actually specifically disagrees with you. 
uh, he uh, hired a guy uh, and paid him $120,000 to punch up specifically all of the dialogue between Henry and Indiana and told him that uh, it's an emotional story. Quote, it's an emotional story, but I don't want it to get sentimental. Mm. Uh, Their disconnection from each other was the basis for a lot of comedy. Uh, and it gave Tom Stoppard, who was uncredited, a lot to write. Uh, Tom is pretty much responsible for every line of dialogue between them. And then after the movie came out and was such a success, Spielberg went back and paid him a million-dollar bonus for his success in, in punching Yeah, for that. sure. And, like, I, I realize that I'm in the minority, and I realize that, like, if I had watched this when it came out, like back then i maybe would have thought this was really funny or like really touching like i feel like if we got the same movie that came out today uh i don't think it would do that well i think a lot of people would think it's pretty cheesy and not very funny at all and you know i i think that i am very much subject to watching this in not nearly the ideal circumstance of watching this i have no nostalgia for this movie i really have no nostalgia for the indiana jones franchise at all um, you know, I, I'm not necessarily saying that my, my word is truth, uh, but having watched this in 2021 devoid of the development from the second movie to this, I know the second movie sucks. I've seen bits with short round, so I really don't think I would enjoy it at all. Um, it just led to you me. You don't really need to see it. What was it. that? I see you don't really need to yeah, see it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, it's, I've heard it's that not it's a movie not you absolutely Don't even try to yeah. watch it. Uh, the fir- I tried to watch it. I couldn't get through the first scene. Um, and for a movie that I would say, a movie franchise that I would say is uh, very racist, that movie, that scene was so racist. <laughs> the which, whole thing. The, the whole movie. The opening scene, and they're, they're in some Asian country, and um, I don't remember which one specifically, and there was just a lot of, uh, a lot of bad stuff, I would say. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's not, it, 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 that movie holds up the least over time. Uh, and it was also just the least accepted on its release of the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never heard anything good about Temple of Doom. Zach, how do you feel about like other like action adventure comedy movies? I think that's the thing is like it. Th- this is not my preferred genre as it is. So, I'm on. Buckle up for next week, buddy. What uh, Lethal Weapon? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh wow you just buried uh tyler's <laughs> oh movie for next week. i didn't i didn't realize it i i thought we've already mentioned that we're doing it we did yeah, yeah i actually did. i kind of enjoy buddy cop movies so i'm kind of excited and i know it's shane black and i like what i've seen from shane black so i'm actually pretty excited for lethal weapon uh you're not gonna like oh it. really if if you didn't like this, <laughs> if you didn't like this, you're, you're gonna, gonna hate yeah. Lethal Weapon. Mm. Really, the, you would compare it to Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That's the last movie yeah. I would think that it'd be. I I would think it'd be similar to like Die Hard, or like no, no it's, it's it's much w- more in the comedy, it's less in the action. Way more in the comedy. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm a little less excited for it now. Yeah, I mean. This is going to be mean, your problem. I mean, it is summer. Shane Black, so that's what he does. Is way more comedy than he does action. I know, but so. he's like actually funny. Like the Nice Guys is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Sure, but you're talking about Back a movie then. that you saw in the context of it coming yeah. out, and these are both movies that came out, you know, 
within a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah, but each other. I mean, also like someone's like sense of humor does not develop that much. I mean, this was George Lucas. I don't think the Star Wars movies are funny. I think those movies are super cheesy. But they, I don't think they try to be funny. I think that there's definitely times where they're trying to be funny. Star Wars? Yeah. I think there's some things maybe with uh, Harrison and Chewie, like little tiny yeah. parts, but for the 99% of it, not really. Okay, but still, the Nothing point like of like movie. that George Lucas, in my opinion, is pretty cheesy with his dialogue and whatnot, tracks for that. I would think it would this be the same thing with this. Whereas with Shane Black, like... I don't know. Maybe he has drastically changed in, in the way that he writes his characters, but I would think that there'd be a little bit of consistency. I would say that it is... Ab- I would say that this movie is absolutely in line for every other action comedy that came out in the mid to late 80s, just like Lethal Weapon. For sure. Yeah. Uh also, Indiana Jones and Star Wars are both pretty big, big franchises, successful franchises. <laughs> I didn't think many people had heard of them. No, n- hardly what, What's had. the point of saying that? Just your circle. Just like in talking like, oh, these aren't good. I'm not saying they're not good. Yeah, but also no, like, no, no, you no. say I, that I a lot of things aren't good that, that are big and successful. Uh, case in point, last week's episode... <laughs> that was huge and successful and, and wildly acclaimed. Uh, and you said it was trash. It's true. Last million dollars. You dollar mean two, weeks, oh, ago. Sorry, two weeks, weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Spirited away. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even comparable to Star Wars or Indiana Jones successful. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> in, like It's like 5% to 100% for the other guys. And I, I feel like I've I've been clear in that like I really like the first Indiana Jones movie and that like I'm watching the third one forty years after it came out and so like there's so much lost from then to now that would make me not really appreciate it. Yeah, you are. Like you I'm are. not saying these are like bad movies. I think that like Spielberg executed the movie that he wanted to make probably to perfection. It's just not the kind of movie that I'm going to like 40 years after the fact when I already don't really care for action movies. Yeah, no, I I, I think that you're making yourself perfectly clear. I'm just saying uh, that it, that was just the basis of my joke for sorry for next No, week. no, I'm just more so defending myself against what Scott said about that these are very successful. I have a question about yeah, what Scott yeah. said. Did you just say that those movies had a higher score than from the other guys than Spirited Away? I don't think you're right. No, not not rated. I was talking about just general success. Okay. Anyway, uh, we're we're fast approaching the drain. Uh, so any any favorite uh, any favorite parts, any favorite moments, or or any other things that you haven't got to talk about that totally fell flat for you? Um, I did think that the scene inside where the Grail was was weird. Uh, and like when he meets the guy with the, old the night, um, I wasn't that into it. I also thought it was weird just really picking nits that, uh, he spoke modern English. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. You mean he, he wouldn't have learned modern English by sitting in a cave by himself. Yeah. That was the other thing is like, what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> He read that Bible and apparently did lots of uh, lots of sword exercises. Did not take off his armor for even a second. Wasn't able to do it. 
Oh man, yeah, no, totally. I agree with you, Jake. Uh, but it's it, you know it's similar to uh, uh, what was it? Hitler. Hitler spoke English, right? Didn't he? I don't. To think Indiana. So. I don't know that Hitler said anything. Oh no, that's right. He didn't speak. That's right. He, he just, just signed it was a thing, wordless yeah. exchange. Uh, yeah. That's what, a really exchange. funny thing for anybody to do, but like for Hitler to do is just like, oh, he's holding a book. <laughs> I'm just gonna sign it and not look at it at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, his dad's journal. <laughs> yeah, one uh, one kind of like interesting thing, or maybe two kind of interesting. One interesting, one funny about that sequence. Um, all of the uniforms were authentic Nazi uniforms. In that like scene. like real yeah, Nazi wore War them. Yep. Where'd yeah. they get them? Uh, there was some. Uh, they they had you know. Uh, in the early '80s, discovered a uh, like a warehouse full of of Nazi uniforms, and the costume director was able to acquire them for this production, um, which I thought was really interesting. I would feel gross and like, even touching those. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and so this that kind of leads into the funny thing. Uh, so uh, Spielberg. Uh, told because you know uh, all, all of these people are hiling Hitler in the movie and so Spielberg had all of the actors cross their fingers behind their backs oh, that's funny while they hiled Hitler yeah so everyone <laughs> has one hand behind their back when they do it and their fingers are crossed that's pretty funny it's funny that you don't like the scene where they go in where the night is because that's actually the part of the movie that I enjoyed the most I don't know like, it just was weird it was I, what did you enjoy? I about think it? that's what I liked about it is that it is weird, like it's it's weird. It's kind of creepy. It's just really creative, imaginative. Like like that's the part of Indiana Jones that I think I like the most. That that franchise is like building the mythos of like these artifacts that they're like tracking down, and so. I just thought that part was really interesting. Like that that's the part of the story of Indiana Jones that I always really enjoy. I uh, like that you attach yeah, to yeah, the, just, the quest and, and the quest. personally find the most Maybe you would actually really like this. The Temple one. of Doom? No, still no. <laughs> Is still it a lot no. of that? It's no. all in the craziness of this uh temple. It and they eat monkey brains at one point. That's another one of the racist chill, things. Chilled chilled monkey oh, brains. Chilled monkey chilled brains. Monkey brains. Uh, no, Temple of Doom is where, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade are, like, these, like, commonly sought-after artifacts of history that have some spiritual significance. Temple of Doom is entirely, like, pagan. Hmm. Like, totally out of left field. It's very weird. And, like, at some point, a priest is able to, like, through a ritual, uh extract someone's heart without piercing them without piercing their without piercing them and they're they go on living while he has their heart in his hands it's very i actually think i feel like i would maybe kind of no zach after hearing you talk about i think you would actually no here's the thing though is i've more i've seen bits of it and i i would not be able to get past short round i don't know what that is the Dr. Jones, Dr. Oh, Jones. I think kid, we should yeah. cut you doing that out of this. No, but that, he's... <laughs> Why? <laughs> that, uh, that that's the Tyler's own in the impression. Movie, yes. Like, he's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he, 
He's also Data from uh, The Goonies and plays the exact same character. I've never seen The Goonies. Really? I haven't seen The Goonies in a long time. I was going to nominate it, but we already did Stand By Me. Oh, The <laughs> Goonies is way more. I mean, I, I could see how they're very similar, but The Goonies, I'm shocked that we haven't done it yet knowing Scott hasn't seen it. I didn't know he'd never seen it. I definitely think we need to to nominate. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. I was um, given it. Oh, I was given it some time, and then I just forgot to come back to it. Um, I I would I would say uh, obviously I I really love the the comedy throughout the movie um, a lot. I I like audibly laugh even when I'm alone uh, throughout the movie. Um, but I would say that like one of my favorite moments that of comedy that I just crack up every time and. You you know, every like, I, I'm I'm happy to be the the idiot that laughs at this. Uh, but uh, when they're uh, when they've just finally like discovered that Elsa is a Nazi and they're tied up together, and they're trying to get out of the ropes, and uh, Henry like burns his finger on the lighter and tosses it, <laughs> and he's. <laughs> and he's just like there's a fire he's like junior i have to tell you something and 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 like he's like what or not now dad or you know like thinks it's going to be you know something ridiculous and he's like the floor's on fire <laughs> and he like turns around and then just spreads to the whole place <laughs> and then the 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 moment of uh the the dad what dad what and they're like turning to the other side of each other i crack up every time at that scene i did like that scene i thought that was pretty funny yeah it's just good really solid comedy it's one of my favorite funny moments of the movie yeah i mean i i love so many different scenes in that i i really love um also when uh they're getting ready to go into the giant tank fight scene oh yeah and uh Indiana specifically tells him, like, no camels, just horses. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes back and he has so many camels. So many ca- I said no camels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I love Sala. I, one one aspect of this movie that we haven't talked about at all because we, we got, you know, into talking about or debating, you know, uh, some of the merits of the movie. Um, but one of my favorite, like... I I die laughing at everything with uh uh the the, old the museum owner the museum owner Marcus. Yeah, yeah. yeah Marcus Brody uh I like when he's like telling him like he knows you know seven he knows different 12 like, languages he, he's a ghost you know he, he'll always be one step ahead of you you'll never find him and then it cuts to him like does anyone speak English or ancient Greek. Or ancient Greek. That was that like, was a pretty just... funny part. Yeah, I think the part that made me laugh the most, and it was really dumb, was with him where there he's like, "Get in here, get in here," and then he just walks him into a Nazi truck, and I was like, "This is that. This is the yeah. cheesiest part of the movie." And like the way it drove, it felt like something out of like a dumb old movie. Like if it would have like sped up and drove away really fast and unnaturally, I'd have been like, "That fits." Like three yeah. Stooges type. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Sala and Brody are just such great, like, comic reliefs in this as well. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. Fun are time. Are you guys excited for Indiana Jones 5? Not anymore Not that Harrison really. Ford's going to be no. in it. 
Yeah, I'm not. That he is. Yeah, be they it. talked about recasting him as Chris Pratt for a while, right? And I was like, I could get into that, but I just can't watch anything with Harrison Ford anymore. <laughs> I'm for sure gonna see it. I'm gonna see it. I'm not excited about it after Crystal Skull. Like, I I wish that they had just left it at the three. Honestly. Here's my thing: is because Crystal Skull was so bad and Doom was so bad. I feel like they're on an every other. Oh. I think this one might well, be. Well, you really know what good. it is? is, is right. it's, like, it's the Christian stuff, the Christian relics. So hopefully. Yeah, what are we getting back to on this one? Hopefully this one's like. Uh, the Shroud of Turin. Uh, like Moses' staff or something. In, <laughs> Wasn't that in the Ark? Aaron's rod that Maybe. budded. <laughs> you guys, did you guys know, though, that it's not directed by Steven Spielberg? Oh, big bummer. Correct. Well. Uh, not necessarily. He's two for four with these movies. Did they? That's a uh, legendary baseball Emmerich, average. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess you're right. If we're talking about baseball, then that would make sense. It's also really good with soccer. If you like, make two out of four mm-hmm. shots. It's better than being Chris Columbus and over two in Harry Potter movies. Which That's ones did true. he do? The first two. Oh, I like this. <laughs> so in Scott's in Jake's mind, he's two for two. Yeah. So <laughs> Chris is is on a better streak than Spielberg. I think they're fun. I think they're more fun than some of the others. I learned something fascinating. This is totally nothing to do with Indiana Jones, but I brought it up. Uh, Chris Columbus was supposed to do all of the Harry Potter movies. Oof. I feel like and he's the one. He's the. He got let go. No, he's the one who said, "I quit." Uh, put me on as a producer and I'll come help now and again, but I can't direct anymore. Was he just too upset over Richard Harris dying? Yeah. No, it was just, uh, it was too much work for him. Like he was like losing his hair and like stressed out of his mind. He's like, dude, making movies is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, those first two movies they did uh, back to back years. So they made one and then immediately made the next one while the first one was in <laughs> post-production. So he was working on yeah. two movies at once, and he was going to have to keep doing that, and he was like, forget Why? it, I can't Why do it Why would he have had to have done, th- done it that way? Because those kids are only going to look uh, that way for that long. That's what the studio... The studio... Yeah, no, that was, that was, the, that that was the design, because they, they wanted the kids to age naturally through the movies. So just like the directors afterwards, it just wasn't as hard for them? Yeah. Well, I mean, they still broke they it up quite director, a bit. I think they went it, right? two yeah. and two. Like every director did two Harry Potter movies. Is that right? I thought. Well, except thought for Yates David Yates did, a, did three. Like, yeah, three oh, okay. Or four of them. Did, Yates did three. Yates did. The last uh, three. He he did the last Got three. It. Yeah. Alfonso Cuaron did two. Though. I wish uh, Clint Eastwood would have. I got think Cuaron only did uh, the third one. I oh really? So. Well, somebody would have had to have done one if one person did three and the others did two. Yeah, there may have been another one yeah, off I think after there was Kieran. A random who did Goblet. Sick Harry Potter time. No, maybe David Yates did four because I think David Yates did Goblet. Did he do Goblet? I think Dobby he might have. Has no master. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Oh, well, what's, what movie yeah. is that from? Are you are you quoting another <laughs> obscure movie? That's that's a little no. That's a little uh, taste of next week's Lethal Weapon. Oh, got it. <laughs> I thought we were watching Turner. And Hooch. Where we just where you just do the entire episode in Dobby's voice. Yep. yep. Oh, and don't worry, Jake. I already spun up the servers uh, 
there i that's why i was actually <laughs> in also, Russia. I no was, like, bought no cold start times room. we're just in it <laughs> yep I bought a new server room. They're always running. We will never have to uh, spin them up ever again. Oh, thank God! But it, we have to. We have to make contact with Russia. Come back. Yeah, we're getting hacked every okay. time we use them, but we'll be all right. Sick. All right, Jake. Why don't you uh, start this one start off? Start this one off. Uh, I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go back on myself. Unfortunately, Do I'm gonna give no this a seven point five. But oh. I did say that I You've thought the first one was a better movie. And I gave the first one a seven. <laughs> you only gave it a seven? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Wasn't you made a sick it, joke, but we can't hear you. Wait, wait. I'm confused. So are you uh, admitting that your ranking is wrong, or are you changing your mind and you're what saying happened? this one's better? No. I'm sorry. I'm giving this one a 7.5. I'm just saying my first ranking was probably wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Internal. Gotcha. Hey guys, just so you know, we haven't heard anything that you guys have been saying. Oh, awesome. Oh, really? That's weird. Um, don't really know where to go from here. Scott's going to try and fix something if you can hear me, but we can't We can, you. yeah, I can, we can hear you, Tyler. Oh, I typed something somewhere. Oof. Oh, we got you back. Um. Oh yeah, I guess they can't hear us at all. Yeah, I no, also. No, we can hear you um, now. I hit the we w can hear you now. Can you Not hear sure us? Not sure what that does on GarageBand. I meant to type it into the chat. <laughs> Did you stop recording? I didn't stop recording, but there's like the, the vocal is zoomed in on another thing. I'm not sure. You think this is gonna make the episode? So we can hear you now. Okay. But. You can't hear us through the mics for some reason. Oh, okay. So give us one more second. Okay. Dude, I think this episode's just gonna be effed up. No, it won't be bad. No, it's not gonna be bad. Okay. We can edit this. We've had to edit way worse. Alright, test test me again. Can you guys hear me now? Uh yeah. Okay. When you were like shaking your head at me, I thought I was saying something stupid. I didn't realize yeah, that you could. No, really I just too. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. I kept like trying to talk, but you can't see me talk behind yeah. the microphone. Yeah, I was like, I like, Jake, we're gonna just wait, what? pick this one up with you because we still have the recording of Tyler saying, "Hey, Jake, wh why don't we kick this one off with you?" So, just jump into your rating wherever you want to. Well, Jake already has. Jake's already given it to us. Like we have his audio. Yeah, but we don't get any any reactions from you guys. Yeah, That's you true. get my yeah. reaction. That's true. Zach's got it spoiled. Uh, just it's up to you. It. It's up to you. Just do it again. All right. Just just roll it. Again. I'll take it from okay. the top. Um, yep. Whenever you're ready, jump into it. So yeah, I am going to have to go back on myself from I don't know episode three whenever we did Raiders because I did say that I thought this was a worse movie that I enjoyed better. Uh, I enjoyed more, I should say, but I only gave Raiders a seven, and I'm going to give this a seven point five. Uh, that being said, maybe I should revisit my Raiders take. It's funny that you say that because when we get to me, I had a similar experience. So uh, let's go to Scott next. Yeah, I think uh, they're really close. I enjoy this one more. 
Uh, but I'm actually going to give it the same exact score I gave the first one of a 9.1. Holy uh, crap! A nine point one. Yep. I I think that I rated. Uh, I think I rated the first one a little too high too, uh, and so I'm gonna have to give it. I I'm pretty sure the exact same score I gave the first one, which is an eight point nine, but with a footnote that uh, the first one was rated too high. Well, yeah, I think my first one was rated a little too what high. What did too. I rate uh, the first one? Seven. I rated the first one a seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly Dang, what I did. <laughs> I'm gonna. I rated it too low. Shoot, I did. I pulled a Jake as well. Man, we really did not know what we were doing in those first. Few we episodes. did not know. Yeah, it's like how did I, you know, rate? Yeah, something. A, I, a I five, guess I'll. You know? I'll I'm gonna <laughs> five point one thirty, Scott. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm going to give this a seven as well with the footnote that I rated Raiders too low. All right. So uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the other guys gave it an 88%. IMDb gave it an 8.2. Uh, and on Rotten Potatoes, this is an 80%. Hmm. What did the first one get on R- RP? Right there. Uh, the first one was a 79. Dang. This one got better than the first one. Oh, I guess yeah. yeah rated I rated higher. mine higher, and oh, you guys, yeah. you guys stayed the same. Us three all pretty much did the exact same, and you rated higher. Yeah, too. huh? That's interesting. I, I can't. I, I'm in shock that this received a nine point one. If I'm honest, and an yeah, eight point nine. Me too. I, I mean, it it was it was close for me. I was I was on the fence about whether I was going to give this a nine. Or an eight nine, um, and I, I looking at some of the other nines that I gave it, I, I didn't feel like I could give it a nine, but it, it's close for me. I, I really do think that this is like an excellently made. Movie. I thought it was pretty. Like I enjoyed it while I was watching it, and if you told me that's the last time I'm going to see an Indiana Jones movie, I'd say okay. Yeah, I, I just really like. Like from a tech, like from a like a like critical standpoint, like I can't find many flaws with it. Yeah, my other nine point ones are Raiders of the Lost Ark, Green Mile, No Country for Old Men, and the God. What's the highest score you've given out? Is nine point four. Four. Okay. Braveheart. And then nine point three on Django. All right. Well, let's. Uh put this one to bed and me to bed <laughs> yeah it it's late for sure uh, it's still not too bad uh over here in argentina by the way i'm not in america still i just went from russia <laughs> oh to so argentina. you're hanging out with the nazis <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right that's exactly right he's just following the path of the nazis uh yeah so next week make sure to tune in uh we're going to be v- reviewing my pick uh one of my all-time uh, personal favorite movies. I I don't think that I'm gonna score very high on this one because I don't think that it's a good movie. But one of my personal favorites, Lethal Weapon. Cool, um, Zach. What are your thoughts going into Lethal Weapon? You know what? 